with episode 9 come scary sounds, a siren's call, the laugh of clowns. If Backstreet's back, then where've they been? Perhaps in the basement of Lou Pearlman. A special show for Halloween has Jeff and Leslie all a scream. So listen close like it's your religion. For thrills await in the pop kitchen. <laughs> Oh, that's your Vincent Price. Are you not terrified? I'm terrified by the synth and also by your laugh that we've gone super <laughs> Halloween-y this week. It's amazing. It's so good. Yo. Um, guys, welcome to Pop Kitchen. If you haven't guessed it, we are in a very Halloween-y. Happy Halloween. Theme this week. We are going for it. We are going We're full so on Vincent in. Price. We've changed the theme song. <laughs> And by changed, I mean we changed two notes to make it sound minor, and uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, which is going to be a lot of fun. It is. It really is. Um, I have... Let's let's talk about this. Yes. Second week in a row, I am loving our new place. They are not sponsoring us, but maybe they should, because that's what we do. <laughs> we love you. 787 Coffee, and I'm rocking my almond casita. Thank you to Andrea, Andre- yeah. who recommended... She hooked us up. Flavor. She did. Oh, she was the yeah. best. This coffee is making me like skyrocket is through it? this cold uh, that I have right now. Yeah, Leslie's been sick, everybody. So if you hear the sexy phlegm, that's what's happening. <laughs> Just so you know, phlegm. sexy phlegm. Yeah, yeah. apologies. Jeff, you're going to hear yeah. a lot of Jeff on this episode today. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, stop In it. full uh, laugh, co- cough, uh, laugh. Cough, laugh, Vincent Price, laugh. It's going to be a fun one. We are looking forward to it. Um, let's just, you know, let's get rolling. We are. We're going to dive right in. We're going to dive right into some super Halloween-y stuff, guys. You know what Pop Kitchen is. It's a pop music conversation between two pop music fans who are also... That's me and that's you. That's us. (laughs) We forget every week, but it is us. And after endless discussions, we decided to start this podcast, folks, just so we could try and break down what makes a great song, what makes a great artist, what makes a great producer. So here we are in the kitchen, which is getting worse by the week. Actually, Oh, man, I think it's sexier. There's a little bit more taken out, and there's like a, we're going to, in air quotes, we're going to call it exposed brick, because something's (laughs) exposed. Uh, you know I'm going to have to post a picture and you're going to hate me for this but we are in Leslie's kitchen which is getting a little bit more destroyed as the weeks go on before (laughs) the reno really takes place but I love it Um, yeah so we love to break down things pop music trends that are current that are old that have been around since um, tale as old as time and um, so that's a bit what we're going to do today Uh, we're going to break down some sounds and why something why does this make you feel this way and what do we like why does pop music do this with this song and all these chord changes and progressions we'll do our best to um, make it not so heady and dorky because you know what I'm I'm not that smart anyway same (laughs) Um, so yeah my name is Jeff Johnson and my name is Leslie Roy and, and this, this is, is Pop, Pop Kitchen. Kitchen. Ah! Oh! Oh! Oh my Whoa. God! Oh my God! Oh my God! We're oh back God. again. Yes. <laughs> oh! Uh, you know, oh, and oh. here's the part yeah. oh. that I'm not sure if I just heard this. Are we gonna sing? You drive me crazy. I just can't seem. I'm so excited, I'm in too deep, oh. Nope. 
And see, and then it changes. Because we got a different stab. It's a different. It went with the B stab exactly. instead of the A stab. Right? And the whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. Gotta love the whoop, whoops. What was going on with this intro and bridge length in There's, Stockholm in the mid-90s? Like a solid 60 Ten seconds. Minutes. Oh my gosh, we haven't even gotten to the lick yet. No. This is... We're oh my goodness, down we're still now. revving down. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and then we drop it. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. What should I do? Oh, thank you. Is this AJ? Yes. All right, of course it is. Because he was the darker one. He's the darker one. He's a little so bit got more angry. He's got the edge. So he's out there rawr, snarling at the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AJ. He was the quote-unquote alcoholic. Oh, was he? Oh, well, yeah. Oh. I thought everyone knew that. I mean, I don't know that. He I don't was know the that. bad boy of the group. He was right, the, the bad boy. This is still AJ, right? Snarling yeah, still AJ. At this is really AJ's song for sure. He's okay. really all over this. AJ. Now. And then Nick starts asking questions. These are the questions. Yes. What's on his mind in the 90s? Those are Swedish questions. Yeah. What sings really well? Oh, Let's say that. This is why it's so good to talk about. Because yes. all of these Swedish, Swedish, Swedish things coming out in an American single. All right. So here's the deal. We had to talk about this song um, because this is a strange thing. It's, it's Halloween. associated with Halloween. And here's what's crazy. This is what we're talking about. Why is something like this associated with Halloween? I mean, the big thing, right, is the video. Uh, yes. They're like, let's pretend like we're Thriller part 1997 right. or, um, 90, and yep. do this. So they give it that video. Hold on. Hold on a second. This yeah. is a total sidebar that I just realized that's making me feel uh -oh. a little bit uh, uncomfortable in a way. Oh, no. Why did you discover no, holy live cow. on air? Live on air. I just like put this together, the differences. So this is 97. This single came out, at least in the U.S., is 97. Right. Um, we'll get into those details in a Thriller second. Thriller, as an album, came out in 82. Yep. Meaning, and I know Thriller was like one of the last singles off of Thriller. Yeah. I'm not positive of which number. Like, I think. Um, well, because every song on that thing is a fucking banger. It, Thriller is one of the greatest albums of all time. Except the first one. First single off that album. People were like, hey. Thriller. All right. The first single, though. The first single off the album was The Girl Is Mine. And that the, was the kind Paul, of. Is that the Paul McCartney duet? Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I honestly didn't realize that was the first single. I mean, this is before either of us were born, so it wasn't like we were around to listen to this single. To get it. But, okay, right. So it wasn't huge. It wasn't huge. Then Thriller came afterwards, later, later yeah, on. Yeah, no, Thriller is like, I mean, I want to say almost six or something off of, because every other track, there's like Beat It and Billie Jean, Wanna Be Starting Something, Human Nature, holy cow. Yeah, like everybody. This, um, yep. Yeah. Um, we're already on a Thriller tangent. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. So we're um, going to bounce back and forth between these songs, so apologies, but, guys. What I realized, this, this is what we were getting yes. to, is what I realized is that, so let's say Thriller as a single probably came out like 1983 then, right? I'm guessing. I'm stabbing in the dark because of the timeline of the album. 83 to 97 is only 14 years. Yeah. Which that seems like a large gap back then, but 97 till right now is so many years. It's 22 years. Again, you're looking at me like I'm, I should know these numbers. I don't need I you to know these numbers. I'm just saying it, it is a in long awe time. going, it has been longer, much longer since 
everybody Backstreet's yeah. Back came out True. then Backstreet was from Thriller. Right. Ew. Right. I'm old. Um that's that's all I'm <laughs> that's getting what at. That's we wanted that to was, talk. That was it. Happy Halloween. Um my gray streaks are in full effect now. I'm fully old. Your gray streaks are you're very like 10 10 lately. 10 friends? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I almost said 10 French oh and I'm like goodness. that's not as it cuz you're getting that like your gray is like awesome and it's getting like it's even more Leslie. awesome as of late maybe Les- the winter Leslie. It tell really me is. so much more <laughs> it's getting very tan your quiff is very tan oh my goodness as of late um oh you know what i've never said to you uh because we save so many of our things for uh recorded <laughs> we actually don't talk I've to each never other never use the word quiff you use this and it's it's the same word we just say quaff oh is that the american it's way the, it's the american quiff quiff and quaff quaff yeah i've never heard quaff you haven't Quiff, quaff, I don't know. But it's f- used for the same about. thing, right? Yeah, Your hair, thing. quaff. Big hair, big hair, okay. the big hair thing. Um, Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know what today is? Sorry. Today is tangent. Um, um, everybody, 1997. Okay. Back to back. All right. So before, let's just do a, li- a little bit of a background for the 16-year-olds that are going to join us today. Backstreet Boys, they broke backwards, if you will, in a way. Because oh, they broke in they? Europe first. And then they worked They broke their back. W- okay. <laughs> Broke back mountain. They broke back. Words. Um, yes. The Backstreet Boys. Lots of bees. We're going to alliteration heaven over mm-hmm. here. So they started to break in Germany and then they worked kind of backwards. They were already working with Max and Dennis Pop in Sweden on the first album. So the first album you actually thought, which is the second album yeah. here, which is basically their second international album, which is Backstreet's Back. And this song, Everybody, was one of the big, the right. biggest singles actually for the band in their entirety. This is one of their biggest singles Seriously? ever. Yeah. That's crazy. Because yep. going back like to the greatest hits, it's not, I mean, as far as great so songs, big. it's not on the top of my list, that's for sure, of so, what their so great big. songs were. Yeah, it was 97. Um, Dennis Pop and Max Martin wrote this one. Oh, okay. It was released on we Jive. We could go, like, literally, yeah. our second spinoff podcast will just be on Dennis Pop. And, and we will. Then, and, yeah, ugh. It will happen. We haven't talked about Dennis. Like, no, no, I don't we think have he's not. come up yet because nope. we haven't officially talked about nope. Ace of Base, which is everything. Um, but Dennis Pop, yeah, is basically Max Martin's um, forerunner, like his his mentor. Uh, mentor. Yep. That's the word I'm yep. looking for. Mentor. Um, <clears throat> and if you don't know who Max Martin is, listen to any other episode um because we've already <laughs> talked about him because we will always talk about him he will always come up but he's the greatest producer songwriter of pop music of the last 30 years basically yep i mean that's that's our humble opinions that's kind of one of the Everybody reasons pop in the kitchen exists, exists. yeah right um okay one thing i do have to say about this is because you're talking about the albums and yep. how backstreet went back they broke backward yes um is that yes i'm looking this up and going uh, wait, what album is this from? And it says, like, uh, the information says this is from their second album titled Backstreet Back. This is what you're ta- telling yep. us. But in the U.S., that was, this really was only one album. Wow. Like, the Backstreet Boys, as an album, contained all of this stuff. So it contained that, what, the, the first song, um, as soon as we start recording... I you forget, forget every, every single song. song. And that's what's so funny. We, But it's the, we've got it going on for you. So that it was, yeah. Right. So you, you knew okay. them from a different song, first of all. That wasn't the, your first intro to Backstreet Boys. <sighs> no, I think that song was still it. But like they had already, like this was coming off of the album 
Backstreet Boys, like right. which was all of this. So everything was already on this album. And then we had what, Quit Playing Games With My Heart, As yes. Long As You Love Me. And then this is what's funny is that it's, you know, in parentheses, Backstreet's Back. And right. I literally remember thinking this as a 14-year-old going like, where are you back from? Like, this is literally your first album, your fourth single. This is on your first album. Where were you right. that Backstreet's Back? All right. And I was getting pissed going, guys, this is your first album. You ain't back from nowhere. Totally. But now, you know, th- fast forward to 36-year-old Jeff. Now I realize this was the lead off of their second album. Right. And so the funny that you should say that. Did you know, fun fact about this oh. song, that they wanted to obviously call it Backstreet's Back. Okay. And the label, Clive Calder, the head of Jive Records, uh, was like, Backstreet's Back. Yeah, we get it. The boy, the boys in the band at the time were like, we're back from Europe. Like, this makes sense in our heads. We've been famous yeah. and successful in Asia and Europe. Now we're back in America. Oh. But Barry Wise, the president of Jive, he was like, we can't call it Backstreet's Back. It doesn't make sense. Oh. To your point, we got to call it everybody. Everybody. So he switched it. They, sw- they all agreed to switch it. And here's to the truth. You know, we've talked about this some and the difference in the artist discrepancy, what the artist wants and what the label wants. I am going to sit in an agreement with the label on this years later because you can say the words more so everybody in the right cadence. And most people are going to start singing this damn song. Like you can hear it. It's, it's, it is enough of an iconic word. And so therefore that as the title is a better idea because it's going to catch you. Like you're going to say, Hey, everybody. And like, you're going to hear people. You do this in a bar at the right time. You're going to hear people go. Yeah. Even if you're not talking about this song. It's so, an automatic call answer, yeah, for sure. So yeah, and I think mm. Barry, he must he must have been on a roll at that point because Barry Weiss again. I think he was the kind of head runner of switching "Hit Me Baby" to one, more, one time. more time. He was also like, "Let's fix that as well." So right, good call there, Barry Weiss. Okay, you ain't dumb. You were crushing it in the mid nineties there. No, you're definitely um, not dumb. But let's see why. Why yes. did we decide? Okay, yeah. Uh, 22 years later to talk about this random Backstreet Boys song, which is obviously not their best track ever. I mean, it's it's not because I want it that way is pop perfection. And if you don't <laughs> if you don't agree with that, then <laughs> why, Again, why are we talking? Yes. Um, yeah. Leslie, us. why are what, what what where did this come from? Right. Well, we wanted to talk about it. it's coming to Halloween. We wanted to do a bit of a Halloween special. And unlike Christmas, there's not a huge catalog of scary Halloween songs outside of Thriller, which we all know, and we could do endless conversations about that. But we do have Everybody by the Backstreet Boys, which is an iconic Halloween-y scary song. So we wanted to break down why, outside of the video, that when you listen to this, it does actually make you feel within that Halloween-y party scary world. Like, Mm. is there something musical going on that suggests that? So we had Jeff... Sit down and break it down to figure out break if it, it hints on something that's in our musical subconscious that right. puts us in this Halloween place. Yeah. So this is something that, especially musically, that I'm very interested in this idea of, is it cultural yep. in a way where we've just like these ideas have been given to us and now we associate them with something? Or right. is there something in the music that actually makes us think Ideas of scary, ideas of fear or monstery, like these sounds, yeah. these these things. Um, oh, can I? This is my <laughs> random, this is my yes. fun little tangent of like this idea that I, I love. Like 
what makes us is it cultural or is it this i was having this discussion with my mom <gasps> shout out to mom oh we haven't done a lot of mom shout outs we've well, shouted out to jackie yeah, earlier in birthday of course mom. no so shout out to mom she's gonna love hate this story by the way this okay. is the best part sorry so I was talking to my mom. She, I was like, so did you listen to the podcast? What do you think? And um, she was like, yeah, no, I listened to this one. And th this was a week and a half ago when okay. we put out the love episode, our, our breakup thing. And uh, she goes, I won't, I won't be listening to episode seven. <laughs> and I go, oh, well, what's, what's the problem? She goes, I don't like that title. And <laughs> this is through text, even though I'm giving you this voice. This is not what my mom sounds like. Okay. But this is my mom voice for today. That's why. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's the problem? She's like, I don't like the F word. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, to our two episodes ago, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to Love's Fuck I'm Lonely. Great track. Uh, wonderful episode. But Sorry, that's mom. the name of the song, Fuck I'm Lonely. And we had this whole little discourse through text of like, uh, I was like, it's just a little, it doesn't really even mean anything explicit in right. this context. It's a word, it's basically darn, mom. You say darn. And she's like, well, why don't they say darn then? <laughs> and I'm like, well, there is something to it. There is power, but there's only power as much as we want to give it power. Yes, of course. Like, so in this, it's a nice little, I'll use the term one more time, flippant fuck. Yeah. And it also has a better sound. So there's something, you know, aurally that is better than, I'm lonely as darn. Like that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really work. ring as like, well. Like there's a nice fuck the way it flips off yeah. your um, tongue like that. Um, and so we were like kind of in this little rabbit trail of why does this even like why is this offensive as yeah. a word? It's not offensive to me in any right. way, but it's offensive to my mom, and she yeah. doesn't want to. And that's okay, mom. Skip episode seven <laughs> and listen to episode nine where I'm just repeating the title. Fuck, I'm lonely. Oh, um, you're killing her today. <laughs> I see her on uh, on Instagram, like DMing love, being like, "Is there any way you could do an alternative version <laughs> with darn or gosh or drats? Drats, I'm lonely because <laughs> I really want to listen to my son's podcast. <laughs> That'd be so, amazing. Oh, so cute. yes. Oh, Marianne. Now, does she love, have any problem with Backstreet Boys or Michael Jackson? No, no, okay. no, no, no. We, I grew up listening to Michael. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I discovered Backstreet Boys of my own as a teen lad. Okay. Um, yeah, so she she should listen she'll, to this she'll one. Be, yeah. She'll I'll skip let over her know, the... I'll let her know that she got a shout out. I don't know how she'll feel about the shout out she got. Yeah. Love you. Love you, mom. Love. Um, love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> We're still pushing that joke, folks, if you haven't noticed. We, uh, so... Culturally, this is what we're talking about. Why? So here we go. We're going to break down a few things in this track. Okay. Why does it sound uh, scary? Why, Jeff? Tell me. I'm on okay. the edge of my seat. So are you? No, no but tell not. me. You're, you're I'm relaxed. like, I'm full in my seat today. <laughs> you are reclined. I have don't, the biggest plaid shirt in the East Village right now. <laughs> a small family could live inside of this shirt. <laughs> I am so cozy and on so much medication oh, that I don't even know what's happening. Oh, that's but great. But you need to break this down because I really need to know why the fuck this song is Halloween. All right. So I'm going to give you a couple things that I think that are... Um, Right off the bat, giving us scary, quote-unquote, vibes. All yes. Right? Number one is the chromatic bass line. All right? Buzzwords. We're going to talk about chromaticism okay. a little bit. Now, so try to break this down and not go too crazy yeah. with it, but there's a scale of notes. All right? So we've got our little scary synth happening. Um, Hold on one sec. 
Okay. So. Okay, so let's talk about a regular scale that we're all familiar with because of the sound of music. Thank you, culture, for teaching us <laughs> do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Okay, so that goes, th- passes through half steps and whole steps. Oh, man, we're going to break this down, yes. kids. We're breaking this down. Um, a half step, like between... Is right next to each other. If you're imagining a piano, everyone, I'm. We're literally looking at one. Yep. It's a black note and the white note right next to Together. it. All right, and it gives you, you know, Jaws. A half step. That's a half step. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. also okay. scary. That is, and and so then using just half steps is chromatic. Okay. Okay. So it goes just all half steps all the way. So that's what gives us Jaws, right? Which creepy. Let's drop the octave a couple. Bit. Right, like that. Yep. This thing. Okay, so that sets us up with creepy. Um, this chromaticism. So Backstreet's back uses this bass line of. So it's running down these half steps. Like that. So that sounds just. That kind of gives creepy, us a little right? bit of a creepiness. Okay. And part of the reason I think that anything comes across as like creepy or scary is because it's not. Um, like within the set of rules or standards that we've placed on it. So musically, if yeah. like that chromaticism is not in our regular scale that we're using, right? right? So it's notes that are outside of this little box that we're using. Okay. Um, so we're starting with that chromaticism. It's reminiscent to me. The first thing that I thought of was like the Phantom of the Opera lick. Oh. When the chandelier comes down, it's like... And it actually like so those are some of the notes. Wow! See the connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're that oh. that idea of all this chromaticism um, <clears throat> is giving you a little bit of that haunting, that creepiness. Yeah. Right. Um, and then there's one other just big thing that this song uses, and that is noise. Ooh, All right, I know, okay. real technical term, noise. <laughs> this, I did my research, ladies and gentlemen. You I did, did my research. I was watching a few different things and okay. reading up on some of this stuff and about different animal calls, and it was, oh. it was intriguing. If you want a deep dive <laughs> you into went, YouTube. You went far. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can, you can go down some trails it's on true. the YouTubes. Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> with the plurals. Okay. Oh, my God, we're back again. Anytime you say that, that's what we're going to be on okay, this episode. that's fine. Um, so it. yeah, the chromaticism and then noise. All right. So they set you up like the way this track begins, right? It's almost not musical. It's very percussive. Um, and just like drums, yeah. just rhythm with these weird reminiscent of thriller, both cultural and, um, oral in our okay. ears sound of just like, oh, oh, oh. Like, right. It's literally just a crowd screaming. of people screaming. Yeah. So there's just noise. So you're on us. edge. Yeah. Yeah. It sets us up to feel this oh. scary, a screaming, screaming. And yeah, and that's what's interesting. That's kind of what helps it give some of the thriller vibes is like that rhythm. Like even just hearing, um, even hearing that, oh, oh, it's like you could start doing the thriller back, the, the thriller claws, you Straight know, the away, main yeah. part of the dance. Yeah. Um, so we have the chromaticism, and we have no ways that are coming together to set this up. And then, obviously, they know that, and so they set up this video that's right. 
what like it's kind of like a Halloween party vibe with monsters. It is a parody. And... Like they did want to bounce off of Thriller. Like obviously yeah. a lot of a lot of the the dance Line moves, like dance you said, style. the the um the hand movements it is taken from Thriller. Like they the band knowingly wanted to do that. So here's the thing about this iconic video. It was directed by Joseph Kahn, uh, and it is a parody off of Thriller. And he's if you guys look him up, he has done videos for everybody mm. this is a huge director another strange thing about the label they didn't want to pay for this video at all oh the band came up with this idea for the video when they were on their way back from recording they were like, like this back, is scary back. come on they had this whole idea they actually shot a lot of the scenes in the movie where they shot casper <gasps> that whole big hall scene Hold where they're on. doing the dance casper yeah we already talked about christina ricci and casper on another episode remember that yeah Oh, remember me this way. <laughs> oh, All right. Turn. <laughs> Casper, you mentioned Turn. it. No, I know. So actually, they shot that the big hallway scene I is in the Casper house. Death. But they came up with this idea. They sh- they sold it to the to the label. They pitched it to the label. And the label was like, no, we're not into this huge budget and costumes. And this will be cheesy. MTV will not like this. So the wow. band actually paid for Joseph Kahn to direct this video themselves. What? And then they had to later get recouped back by the label because when it was successful. They really wow. push this idea themselves. This. And it's become iconic and one of their biggest singles to date. Because a, it's a great song. But B, that video did play a huge part yeah. in this song. That's why we're talking about it that's today, we're too. Talking about. And that's what solidified. I think if the video didn't exist, I mean, we would just... It, it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be Halloween-y. It would, right. There's no way. Right. That's what it put it in there. There's and, no way. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. All these things. Oh, we both did is, our research. This is why Leslie like doesn't talk to me for two hours before <laughs> we do this podcast. She is holding these nuggets that she can't even tell me. And I am not lying. I did not know this. She did not tell me this before this and recording. And the same with Phantom of the Opera. Like, what? That makes total sense. Uh, yeah. Musically now that why we feel something before we even see a video. Right. Is that we're in that place. And the noise too. That's so smart. I mean, Michael totally used so so oh, much yeah. of that. And you know what? Um, musically, yeah. Michael, I might say, doesn't have much of anything musically that makes it creepy. Like, if if the words, obviously the song, whole song is thrilling. He talks about monsters. So it's like, it sets it's it up another way. Yeah. But musically, there's not a lot. It could just be another Michael Jackson groove off of that album yeah. if the lyrics were, were different. different yeah. Which is why it's interesting because he now... Um, is part of that which made some of this sound become Halloweeny because he right. did it elsewhere. He sets up a song that just has a groove that's just pretty what Michael was doing. Yes, and yep. then we have words that are Halloween. We put it together with perhaps literally the greatest, most iconic video of all time. Now, right? Yeah, I mean, completely, p- probably. Yeah, biggest MTV um, video of all time. Yeah, yeah. And then what they do to give you that extra thing is he sets it up with noise. Yeah. Like he starts off with doors creaking, yep. he, like the wah ha Vincent, Vincent Price, Price and, yeah. the <laughs> and that whole thing. Like he just sets it up with most of what you're getting creepy is noise. Is the extra is stuff. Is the extras, yeah. the non-musical things, which is very interesting. interesting. Yeah. And that's the stuff that like I love to see now. Okay, so we've now we're using vibes yeah if you will like there's it's harder to break down exactly what makes us feel like thriller musically but there's a just at least the groove the vibe is giving you a similar kind of yeah. swing um feel to it well, because he set this up this bassy uh riff yeah. carrying us right in in thriller as well as everybody mm-hmm. 
So and I, th- I think anything that goes low is is already yeah. like a little bit in yeah, your yeah. butt anyway. Right. So it's because kind that's of, literal feeling. Yes, now. exactly. We're using music to actually make you physically feel something. Yeah. And it's unease. Yeah. You know, in a sense, uh, there are sounds that kind of just make us uneasy. Yeah. Uh, like just bum 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 bum. Like it's just yeah. they just play on that for the. And it's like that there, yeah, that super lowness. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing some of the dive like to try to figure out uh, we'll put up our Halloween yes. playlist as soon as this episode is up. Um, so you're not going to find too much that's crazy <laughs> on here. But yeah. a couple things I threw in here because I wanted to talk about this idea yeah. of what makes it scary. Feel scary. Yeah. So there was besides your classic like, you know, there's I put a spell on you yes. and some theme songs from movies. Um Marilyn Manson version of the Nightmare uh, Before huh. Christmas song. Huh. <laughs> um, and the reason that I added this one, and Leslie can fight me if she wants to take this off, which is fine. But um, I, I'll, I have the other one too. But he uses noise. And again, another word that I'm going to use is dissonance. Oh. Okay, Dissonance is when things quote unquote don't sound good together. Uh-huh. I'm going to just call it that simply. Um, so we're back to our chromatic half steps. Like if you played those together, yeah, that's dissonance because they're so close. It doesn't sound good together. But used right, it makes us feel something and it makes us emote in a certain way. Sometimes dissonance is like the best way because dissonance then comes with resonance, which is like that release yeah. of afterwards. So like we have a dissonance of those scary notes, but then if I'm like, like it kind of like resolves, totally. like you can, and and then it like there's a release, like a right. ah feeling from the dissonance. But if you just live in the dissonance, then it's like creepy and uneasy. Yeah. And so that was the reason I was like, Marilyn Manson's version uses just dissonance and and noise. Wow. The, what they do on his vocal, I mean, this is, was kind of classic Marilyn Manson of just this kind of, yeah. uh, it's not screamo, but it's like that pre-screamo right. feel, um, which is just adding noise to your voice. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean. It's just that, shouting. Yeah. 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 And then just mixed with a lot of dissonance. So it was, a, it was more of like a case study of a song if you will can wow. and why something sounds scary that song is like very uneasy like makes me feel uneasy right with there's, all a, there's a lot of stuff too musically that's going on underneath it too to make you kind of almost feel nauseous right well, it's just yes. kind of yeah it's yes. a little bit all over the place right and um, that's fine again there's a world there's a world for that type of music Jeff has a side podcast called Screamo Kitchen <laughs> he, he does it over I don't no, he does not I don't but know anything about Screamo by the way would that have been if you did have a whole side thing and you People knew that world would be like, so wait, well Jeff what the one who won't shut up in his damn falsetto for all these episodes is doing Screamo <laughs> nope doesn't work <laughs> no I don't have that JK. What uh-huh. else is on there, Jeff? Um, okay, so I did include a couple things. There's two tracks that are that don't go in the Halloween style that musically okay. I'm interested in. Alanis. Do you know what track I'm going to use from Alanis? I love putting you on the spot and making you do these uh, games. This is your favorite part. Alanis. No. I love that we're still in the synth. <laughs> I haven't changed because it your makes it so even scarier. Yeah, it does. 
I'm just playing some extra scary notes. Uh, that was just <laughs> the beginning. Uninvited. Okay. Let's go back to City of Angels, throwback to episode three and all that that soundtrack was. But You're an Uninvited has that little line. And that's like, I mean, you just heard me play it. That was but creepy, right? Super creepy. Oh, this is why I love this episode. People are going to get that these notes are weird. Okay, and by the way, she wow. basically, I don't know if this was necessarily on purpose or it was just that chromatic half step, but like that's like Halloween. John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, that, that little thing. Like it's the same kind of, it's based off the same notes of that, which is the actual theme to the oh. movie Halloween. Right. So he's Did using you know that. that John Carpenter played that? Him and his wife that wrote and directed that movie? They had no money left out of the, the budget was so tiny. The, the budget for this movie was tiny. The biggest thing they got was like Jamie Lee Curtis. And he, he had no money left. Like they shot it on two cameras. <sighs> and he was like, shit, we need, we need music for this. He could barely play the piano. He's like, okay, what's creepy? Oh boop, my boop, God, I love this. Does that change? Again, we're going down on these two or three okay, notes. Okay, let's talk about something that yes. I don't, I didn't know this because I knew some Boom! like musically. I knew what he was doing, and I didn't want to mention some yep. of this stuff, but I yes. didn't know that. And I love that it's this from uh, not not so much of a musician, right? I mean, no, he obviously, just the writer director. Obviously, he knows what he's doing, right? But, um, but he's almost using like, if you will, the science of it to just do it. Because Ex- he's exactly. doing exactly that. Jaws. Like, oh, uh. So he was like, Jaws worked with two notes, so he just changed it to like two or three. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he like takes it, what does he do? Down, exactly. And and that stuff, <laughs> like it's going and then lower. There's like a, lo- a lower oh, held out stop. note that it's, goes with it's it. It's kind of a perfect study in scary sounds. Yes. Musically put together. Because he's doing... Also, these key changes, in a yep. sense, like t- changing to like going lower and lower, and that makes you uneasy. Well, that's the dissonance that you're talking yeah. about. You're like, oh, that's unexpected. That doesn't work. Yes, and it's like it, it's jarring. Yep. Because we did that musically, we took it down lower, and yep. yeah, and then he just puts like this undercurrent of <sighs> underneath it, and he uses a funky time signature. Which yeah, also puts you in unease. He's in five four. No one uses it. Find a pop right. song in five four. Yeah. Well, Good yeah, luck. it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but that puts you in unease. So, because like generally we're in a four four time. So you know, everybody two three four. Yeah. yeah. Rocker one two three four. One straight it's four four. That's that's seventy five percent of pop music, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but. He uses this time signature then that adds that one beat, da, 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 and it gives you this uh, like this jarring extra beat that yeah. I want to hit on the nice downbeat. I want to go one da 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 like and just keep plugging forward. But he gives you this one extra like, and it it's jarring. So he's like doing this great little study on okay, how do I make something sound sound scary? Well, I have tension because it's really fast. Like that alone is just tense. Right. It's not necessarily scary right off, but it's tense. It's like when the Super Mario Brothers theme goes double time when you only got 100 seconds left. Right. And you're just like, and everything changes. <gasps> and you're like, they're going to get tense. me. Yeah. And then he adds that chromaticism. 
like that. And then he adds that extra beat to make it jarring. And then he adds the low subby bass it's down on the bottom and it's just like you know oh. Michael Myers is around the, the around the yeah. hedge when you hear when you hear that low sit note you're like I'm gonna be murdered <laughs> great <laughs> fuck right well at least I got to hang with Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> because the synth is happening I'm fucked there's a pumpkin right, over right. there we're done bye exactly Peace. bye you're Bomb. dead you're dead Oh, no, oh I'm he's using all of the tech. If if that movie didn't exist, he could listen to this podcast and write a whole theme song around uh-huh. what we're talked about. Yeah. He's is a perfect example of very, very creepy, dissonant yeah, melodies. All these sounds so good. that yeah, that are coming in. And all of these elements, right, because these are the elements that we find elsewhere in pop music that give us a scariness or yeah. whatever, just used Maybe not to their fullest extent as he does <laughs> in the Halloween theme. Right. But yeah, very big deal. Wow. That was wow. a good that hole a, we went off of Atlantis. Yeah. Just from those three notes. Yeah, very good. I, I do have one other random yes. yeah, yeah, that yeah. we have to talk about. Dark Horse? Huh? Katie. I, I know. I so, yeah. So hold on a second. It, there's no associate, and this is why I want to throw it in there. There is yeah. no scary, quote unquote, Halloweeny, quote unquote, association. Other but, than the lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, love you, Kate. Um, but like, just musically, think about it. Yeah. And then those also brings in those low sub, dun, like. Dun. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And but they are doing some of that lyrically. So this concept that we always talk about—concept yeah. meets track—yeah, is she's using some of this scariness. It's uh, scary is a little bit s- strong, perhaps, of a word in for this song. But using some of this unease and this kind of uh, yeah, tension, unease, scary is tension, it, yeah, to. Actually, that's what's talking. Like, I'm coming at you. Are you prepared for what's coming? Yeah. It's kind of the idea. I'm coming at you like a dark horse, yes. right? So. Yeah. Like, listen to that, you know. Right? Like, that's a scary movie right totally, there. Totally, yeah. Yeah. She could have really done her own Halloween thing on she that. She could have. Yeah. Oopsies. Maybe she wouldn't have gotten sued. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Gosh. We don't know. Yeah, that's a good um, pick. That's a good find for that. Very good. Oh, thank Same you. notes, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So those are the ones that kind of don't um, fall in the into the obvious. You yes. know, I threw in Monster Mash because, well, you have yeah, to. Yeah. But musically, there's nothing in Monster Mash that makes it scary. Musically. It's a straight-up it's 50s lyric. song. Yeah, yeah and lyrics. Just, lyrics went, went yeah. Halloween-y. And he talk raps. 1950s, 60s version of talk raps. I was in the cushion of the lab last night. Why is, like, old man British voice, you go straight to, like, that's scary. I guess that's kind of scary. I... See, this is this is exactly what we're talking about. It's yeah. like, is there something there? I it, I want to call it the the Vincent Price, Price effect. Effect, yeah. Because Jack the he Ripper. kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he kind like, of like did that, and it just becomes this like Hollywood fifties British voice, right? Uh, scary thing. Some of these tropes that are aren't necessarily tropes. scary to begin with. Yeah. Now have, have become that. scary. Yeah. Which I. I think nowadays in movies, in movie culture, would be like dolls, for yeah. example. It's yeah. like they've become now they're it's they're scary. The culture, a doll yeah. is fucking scary and it's terrifying. But yeah. that's mostly because of the movies that we've watched. Yeah. Um, I would say clowns, but no, 
guys, clowns are scary. Yeah. I don't know. Were you? Did clowns have you seen scary. the movie yet? Nope. You've never seen it. The the, the clown movie. One? Either any movie, any of the movies. I the can't. the original. No, I won't watch those ones. Oh, are you afraid of clowns? I don't want to be, so I just avoid <laughs> those movies. <laughs> what does that mean? Because I know I will be afraid of clowns <laughs> if I watch okay. that. Okay, well, I am terrified of clowns, and I wonder, I'm like, is it, it It's probably because of that. Or is it because clowns are terrifying? Did you see that documentary about the real clown guy? Is this a thing? Who oh, He's yeah. become like... Su- okay, no, I can't no, want to talk about it. it. I mean, yeah. we can talk about it. No, we'll great. talk about it off air. Yeah. No, no, no. If we're going to talk about it, it's no, fine. No, no. It <laughs> seems scary. Clowns are scary. Michael Myers, scary. Scream is really scary. If anyone comes at me with those masks, I'm oh. in oh, a lot yeah. of trouble. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because I, like, watch Scream a lot, Nev Campbell, enter lesbianism. <laughs> like, a lot. And uh-huh. oh, I'm, like, freaked out by I those loved, masks. I really I lo- loved those movies. I, I don't remember actually being scared of them, though. I'm not going to lie. It's, like, scared excited, I think. Like, I like the behind the, oh, he's behind you. He's going to kill you. Oh, oh, versus the, me. like, let's you know, saw each other's body parts off and like oh, stitch them together. No, like I can't I do that. Out. I'm yeah. out on torture porn. Yeah. No, that whole genre that. of saw movies and all of that. That is not my world. Give me a Hitchcock any day. I'm a Hitchcock girl. Give me like demon possession. I'm so, I can uh, do a little bit of that. I, but I'm the pa- that. body of Christ. Like I get like a little, oh. I mean, ah. you know, yeah, you go religious with me and I'm like even more intrigued. Yeah. So all of that, anything that goes scary with all of the religion aspects. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those are great. Of course, like everything, some of them are really bad. Some of them are really bad, too. <laughs> Leslie, yeah. favorite scary movie. Love putting you on the spot. Love Psycho. You. Oh, original Psycho. Yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. Ree, ree. What a great There's noise. a great... That's noise just noise. with like a uh, violin, um, like just a little violin, but backed with just noise and dissonance because it's notes that are like... <laughs> like just a cluster dun, dun, of notes dun. together. Yeah, yeah. And that's dissonance. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, the violin is screechy. If you don't, you know, if you want it to be screechy, it's noisy. Yeah. Then, oh, good pull. Good yeah, no, that's great. Music. I mean, again, another director who was on top of uh, overseeing everything. Hitchcock, was he good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I <laughs> was kidding. I almost, actually, this is how dorky I am. You don't know. That I almost got a Hitchcock tattoo. That's how. I don't know this about I you. I really love Hitchcock. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Oh. Yeah, we should what go. What would have um, been your tattoo? Like the silhouette? Like yeah, the his silhouette. Classic yeah, thing? exactly. And then I was like, "That's too oh. dorky." Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, no, that's the. Now we're to Michael Jackson for sure. Love it. That's the highest I can hit. Oh, oh, very interesting. But that music was perfect for Psycho. Yeah, just a cluster of higher. You know, whatever. Yeah, you're noise too. You know, they used a digging sound. For the stabbing effect. Did, Did you know they? that? Like digging, digging like shovel into dirt. Oh, for that's <coughs> like, yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh, for that's like, in the bathroom. really makes me uneasy Sorry. now. No, no, there's no apologies. We're getting Halloween-y. We're getting halloween I love um, it. We got halloween We went down some, uh, Jeff, you rocked out. Now I understand oh, why stop. those you descending so scales many, make yeah, me feel. Chromaticism. Chromaticism, dissonance, my nasalness. I love it. Uh, we, um, <laughs> I really, I get it now. Like I get why our bodies feel like these songs are quote unquote scary. Yeah. It, it, it is pretty fascinating. I love this stuff. 
I also think our coffee helped again our from 787. <laughs> it was so good. Guys, thanks for hanging out for Halloween. Let us know what uh, songs Happy you Halloween. listen to or watch movies uh, growing up. Right. Um, what you thought was super scary. We'd love to hear. Uh, we are still deciding if we are going to dress up or not. It seems that Justin and Brittany were the front runners. Justin and Brittany, all denim. I mean, <sighs> I wear all denim to begin with I know, these days. But that was so I heavily. I mean, that's a different all denim, but it's also like all stonewashed. Like, it's all light 90s I denim. There's I don't even know where to start with that start. outfit. Like, I know. Well, we start at Salvation Army and we go True. buy like eight pairs of jeans and get the sewing machine out. We'll be ready by next Halloween, <laughs> folks. Uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to, you know, sponsor us to <laughs> get those actual costumes, that could be helpful. I gotta do spray tan if we're gonna do full <laughs> uh, I gotta spray tan, folks. We'll perm Jeff's I'll need hair. A perm. We're gonna have to perm your hair. Yeah. We're gonna no, have it's to do fine it. because it's under a denim cowboy hat. So True. I don't really have to do that much with the hair. Aye. I might have to shave a little bit more. Yeah. He has like a 19 year old beard. <laughs> and I have a 22-year-old beard currently on my 36-year-old face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guys, yeah. thanks for joining oh, us for a Halloween fun. special. Halloween special. Yeah. Backstreet is back. All right? One more, one more time. One more time. Yay. It's so good. Oh. It's so good. Oh. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. My name is Leslie Roy. I am Jeff Michael Johnson. And that was Pop, Pop Kitchen. Kitchen.